Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Broncos podcast on this hump day Wednesday. I'm your host, Zach Stephen, joined by my man, Henry Chisholm. Ryan Koningsberg, as Nathaniel Hackett used to say, is taking an old day today. Oh, uh, he is. I thought you were going to say, like Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, it's gone. I know, oh, you scared me, yeah. <laughs> well, there's something we need to tell you, Henry. Oh, no. You're next. No. No. no well, well, I no. mean, it, it, was, it was Hackett no. first, and then Butch Berry and oh, Dwayne wow. Stukes followed. And it's been such oh, a crazy God. time. I don't actually know if we've talked about that on the show yet. No, I don't think it's come up at all. Yeah. Also, I'm definitely the Ijiro Evero here. Oh, yeah. you're the one that's going to stick around longest? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, by a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> by a few, so who am I then? I'm uh, uh, George Ju- Payton. I'm Justin out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'm actually sticking around longest, but who's to say my tenure may not be that much longer than everyone else's? <laughs> uh, Damn, none of us are Greg Penner. Oh, that would have been a maybe good producer one. Producer Tiffany's <laughs> Greg yes, Penner. Yes. Maybe means she's gonna stay around for uh, forever. Producer Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd, I'd I'd love to see Greg produce a show for us. Wow, he wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> Man, you said something so funny yesterday. Um, we had a graphic made of Greg Penner mm-hmm. for for uh, a piece that Henry's doing, the hot board. By the way, check that out over yep. at thednvr.com. And the picture that D-Line Co. pulled for that graphic, does Greg Penner, what would you say he looks like? He looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> really which is, does. I mean, we've, we've been respectful of Greg in the past, yeah. but we have said things like, he looks like he likes to read books and then things like that. I mean, this is the first time I've looked at him and been like, 
Well, I mean, that guy is like a pretty cool billionaire. Like, <laughs> he like, really is. The sunglasses, yep. little collar yep. under the yeah. Yep. yep. He he's he's not the one that's necessarily going to be like chasing Bond on top of buildings and no. stuff. But he is the one that uh, that's gonna be doing some evil things. He is. He's sending the guys who do that. <laughs> he is. He is exactly. Uh, and uh, w- there was one more bit of news that happened late last night, Henry. Randy Gregory, not suspended. Yeah, which I think comes as a surprise, given yeah. he punched that guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, there, there was no question about it. It was caught on tape. He admitted it after the game. It was very intentional. And on top of that, <laughs> yeah. like, it's not like you can say, oh, it was a heat of the moment thing. Like, right, There's also right, the right. two unnecessary roughness penalties yep. that are in that game. So I, I'm not sure why. Yep. Glad to see him back, though. The Broncos could use anything they could get against the Chiefs. Or, I mean, either that or... We just punt that game and say 60-0, move on. <laughs> you know, I am curious if the Broncos are going to step in and do anything additional because, and Greg Penner and George Payton mm-hmm. talked about it yesterday, that game against the Rams was unacceptable and embarrassing, yeah. as both of them said during yesterday's press conference. And I think it was Greg Penner said, not just on the field, but off the field as yeah. well. And the off the field things, there, there's kind of two, maybe even three things you can point to. Yep. Of course, Dalton Reisner, Brett Rippon getting into it. Of course, Randy Gregory throwing a punch after the game. But the other one is Randy Gregory, two unnecessary roughness penalties, like you said, Henry, mm-hmm. uh, and completely unnecessary. One of them, he's throwing his helmet when he's on the field. So I think that could, two of the three, could honestly be put uh, on Randy Gregory. And if it was that embarrassing enough that you end up firing your coach because of because of just yep. how embarrassing it was. Don't you think you maybe think about, well, just giving the guy who, who, who was part of that a one-game suspension? Definitely. But if I were in their position, I would suspend Dalton Reisner first. Oh. He'd be the top of my list. Like I'm not sure how many guys I suspend, but if I'm suspending, he's number one on the list. Mm. You just cannot be pushing your own teammates. Yeah. Like If all the things they're embarrassing, like I don't know. Also, Randy Gregory, you can't punch a guy. Like, that's, yeah. like, an obvious rule. But just At like least it shows, like, a little bit of heart, and it's, like, against those guys. Not a good thing. <laughs> right, right. But, I don't know. It, so he didn't sit there and take the beating. You you can understand a little bit. With Dalton, you're pushing a, Brett Rippon. Like, you can't push Brett Rippon <laughs> yeah. and then start yelling at Latavius. You know, yeah. I would unsuspend Latavius. Not that he is suspended, but if we're giving out suspensions, whatever the opposite oh, of that is. He just gets a raise, a bonus. He gets whatever Dalton would have gotten paid for that game. Wait, wouldn't that be a contract extension at least wow. for one game? A one-game one contract, game contract extension. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know what? If, if I'm George Payton, and remember what he also said. George Payton also said that this is not just on Nathaniel Hackett. It's yep. on me. It's on the players. It's on everyone. So then show that it's on the players as well and suspend both of them. Henry, you're going to get the blows, your doors blown off you this weekend (sighs) anyways. And the reason that I say, you know, maybe go ahead and suspend these guys is because when I posted that on Twitter that Randy Gregory was not suspended, so many people, Broncos fans, it shocked me, said, he should be suspended. He should be. What he did was wrong. Kind of just like what you said. Uh, And so I'm just like, wow. Wow. That is crazy. That that shows you kind of 
how blatant it was <laughs> that people are like, no, nope, he should have been suspended. Or maybe it's because the Broncos are 4-11 and 11 and this game doesn't mean anything. You know why I don't think they'll be suspended? Why? Greg Penner hates to be embarrassed. Ah. He hates to be embarrassed. <laughs> and you're still probably going to be embarrassed on Sunday. Mm. But I think you got to pull out all the stops to... St- I mean, imagine if you get two more weeks of what we just saw. Yeah. And there's no reason it can't happen. Yeah. I mean, the Rams are yeah. horrible. Yeah. The Rams are much worse than either of these next two teams. Yep. Like, if you give up 50 to the Rams, how are you not giving up 90 to the Chiefs? <laughs> it's crazy. I don't it, know. Yeah. So, I, I, they've got to figure something out. I do think, though, that if Randy plays, the game is still going to go how we expect. And I think that means <laughs> that Randy's going to... He's going to be a story somehow. Mm, Yep. And uh, that's why he just, even if you don't suspend him, he was very skeptical that he was going to play this past week anyways because of his knee injury. I just wouldn't play him. Look, he's getting fined $50,000. The crazy (laughs) thing is, is if he was suspended, Henry... (laughs) He would have been. He would have missed fifty one thousand dollars. Is that it? Because oh, so much this year is like a bonus and course. stuff, so that his salary is actually really low. So he's gonna not miss any extra money by yep. being suspended. So just don't have him play this week. But I also see what you're saying from a football side, Greg Penner. But now you really are at the point where you're not playing for coaches. This is you're not playing for draft picks anymore. Um, but speaking of all of that, Henry, the Broncos were embarrassed on Sunday, which led to Nathaniel Hackett being fired. That's the mm-hmm. third coach coach yep. opening in the NFL this season. And what I want to, what, what we want to do is we want to go through and rank how attractive is this job because yep. Broncos just got destroyed by a bad team. Is it more attractive than their four and eleven record looks? And the way we're going to do this, let's start off by looking at the comparing it with the two other coaching vacancies, mm-hmm. and then we'll take a look at some of the other jobs that could come open after the season or after next week, and kind of compare it and see where it lands there. And uh, I want to start with this by what factors do we need to judge this on? Because wh- when I think of it from a football perspective, I think of the roster construction. Yep. Um, I think of the quarterback, and, and I think those are two different things. Um, and what what other factors are there that we should weigh? I don't think we should necessarily talk about like how much money they'll pay you, but okay. I do think just the, I, I think what the owners can contribute and the facilities you have. And, and some of those off-field things that so make it easier to build a program. So should Support. we say organization? Yeah, yeah, that works. Mm, okay, I like that. Um, and then uh, do we consider the city that it's in? I think that's Maybe. probably part of it. Yeah. And, and, and obviously yep. we can weigh all of these. It's not like they're all 25% Definitely. split through. Uh, so which one's most important when we look at these? Or Oof. does it depend on the job? I think it does depend, but I mean, it's probably either roster or quarterback. Yeah, I'd probably say it's quarterback. Probably. Quarterback, roster, support city, or organization city. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, so probably. Let's, let's, let's break this down, and there's three openings right now. It's the Denver Broncos, of course, mm-hmm. the first team that made a move. Wait, were the Colts? No. Pan- Panthers? I think the Panthers were first. I think it was five games in. Yep. It was like one and four. Wow, that is early. Yep. So the Panthers, 
and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, yep. to start this conversation, Carolina should not be an opening. Steve Wilkes should get that job. What the Panthers are doing right now. Yeah. But you get especially an extremely rich owner that just bought the team a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and David Tepper that wants to have a lot of success. He may say, I want the sexy hire. And Definitely. instead of just keeping Steve Wilkes around, who's doing a great job since he took over, I'm going to go out and try to make a splash. So I'm not, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they're trying to go get a coach, mm -hmm. but man, that would be such a shame for Steve You'd Wilkes and the him. Panthers. Yeah, you, you really would. Just like kind of uh, mm -hmm. Rick Passaccia last year yeah. with, with the Raiders. He, he deserved to keep that job. He did. Would have done better than Josh McDaniels. You know, Steve mm. Wilkes, he's been five and five. Which okay, it doesn't sound as great as when you like look at oh they're a game out of the playoffs and right. they right. were so horrible before they were right. like one and four to start the year yeah and I mean the offense is heating up now if they finish the season well who knows but yeah. there will definitely be a search right the job will be open I don't they're not just gonna hand it to him after the season right and if they can land a uh, Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton. They're probably going to go that direction instead of How Steve could you Wilkes. not? Yeah. So so we are going to consider this job open. Obviously, Indianapolis. Boy, that first game, it looked like Jeff Saturday was the answer, and Jim Irsay was the smartest man on yeah. earth. Yeah. And I think they've won one other game since, or maybe not even. I don't maybe know Maybe that if they was have. their only win. And there's been embarrassments with Jeff Saturday on the field with not being able to manage a game and questions, getting blown out, losing mm -hmm. a 33-point lead, the largest in NFL history. So a lot of issues there. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think they're going to be there. So, Henry, where, do the Bronco, where does the Broncos' job rank among these three? Let's <sighs> rank them, one, two, and three. So... I think it would be an easy number one, if not for Russell Wilson. But obviously, Russell mm. Wilson is probably the most important factor for any of these teams. Yep. And so it really yep. is hard to figure out where to place them. And I, to piggyback off you, I completely agree. I, I do think this is number one now. I, I do think the rosters of Indianapolis and Carolina certainly compete with the Broncos roster. Um, yep. And... Uh, I think it, people in, in locally view these rosters probably all very similar. It's like Denver, a lot of talent on defense. Well, you know what? Carolina has a good defense, and they have yeah. a ton of talent and a lot of young talent on defense. Yep. Indianapolis, obviously, they have a lot of talent uh, as well on both sides of the ball, but they also have a lot of holes as well. They kind of have yeah. like some great pieces and then a lot of holes as well. And the Broncos, coming into this season, mm -hmm. it was like, they have tons of weapons on offense. They have a good enough offensive line to get them by and obviously a, a very good defense. The Broncos' defense was elite mm -hmm. for most of the season. Henry, now they're seventh in points. Yep. That's not elite. That's obviously very good, yep. but they play the Chiefs this week. If they give up 35 points to the Chiefs and then the Chargers come into town and drop 30 on them as well, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about a uh, top 10, 12 defense in the NFL, which is good. Yeah. But it's not like you don't look at that defense and say, like, as a head coach, whoa, I'm coming in and taking over an elite defense. Yep. By DVOA, they're number seven. Same oh, as points. Perfect. So I think that that's about where they fit in. What, what's Indy and Carolina? Indy is actually number 10. Okay. Which is better than I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, Carolina is 23. Carolina's. No, 
Yeah, 23. Okay, 23. So, better than I would so have there, the, too. the pieces are better than the, than the overall product yep. there in Carolina. And I think when we talk about roster, Henry, there's also one other thing. And maybe you can mix this with quarterback mm-hmm. because the Panthers, Darnold's playing well, but that's not really an attractive no. selling piece right now. Uh, the Colts... There's no attractive selling piece no. there. And then the Broncos, it's, do you believe in Russ or not? And I think any coach would be skeptical yes. at, at, at this point, knowing that you're also tied to him mm-hmm. for a long time. So then there's one other piece to roster slash quarterback, and that is your first round draft pick this year. Yep. The Broncos don't have theirs, or else they would be in a very attractive job, in my opinion. Instead, the Broncos have the 26th overall pick from San Francisco right now. Mm, not not great uh, yep. in terms of like being a big selling point. The Colts, right now, with two weeks left, have the fifth overall pick. Mm-hmm. You could get a quarterback there. Probably, you're looking at probably the third best quarterback in this draft. Yeah. But Will Levis, a lot of people like him. Yep. I personally don't. But some, some coach could be sold on him. And then Carolina has the eighth overall pick. So two top 10 picks. Mm-hmm. Those are big selling points. They are. It, it depends on the coach, too. You know, yeah. some coaches might want somebody established. You know, if you're a defensive guy, the idea of having a rookie on the other side of the ball and you've got to pick somebody to true. make it work. And if, if, if you draft a quarterback and he doesn't work, you're just done. That's <laughs> yeah. just how it works in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So, so you do have that bit of risk it's there true. as well. But it's not like any of these jobs have an like a, a a good established quarterback who you can right. step right in and take over. And so when the alternative is Russell Wilson, those quarterback situations where you can gamble on a rookie sound a lot better. Gosh, I think you're right. And then roster, mm-hmm. kind of a push. I mean, the Broncos, and as Jose's pointing out in the comment mm-hmm. section, they have one pro bowler. Yeah. No, that's rough. It's rough. I, I mean, the Panthers have $1 million in cap space for next year mm. as of right now, and they'll maneuver and find a yeah, way to yeah, get yeah. more, but they really aren't adding anything, right? and they're probably losing pieces as well. So that really scares me, um, especially because they haven't been all that good on offense or defense. Right. They've just found a way to you know win a couple more games than the Broncos have, which is obviously worth something. Um Colts do have a bunch of money to make moves. Mm. I guess you have the running game. You have the offensive line. You have some pieces on defense. But also, like, Stephon Gilmore, how much longer is he going to play? Right, right. No. So what is he worth? I don't know. I, that's a tough one. I think I think I would take the Broncos roster over the Panthers. Okay. Just because there is a little bit more flexibility. It's fair. Totally fair. I'd probably put the Colts first. It's just the, the Colts just feel like they have such a ceiling. Like they feel like the team that should only have one Pro Bowler, you know? Right. Where it's a, Wait, like, the Colts have the ceiling? Yeah, like compared to the Broncos. Okay. Like the Broncos still feel like they have some more upside and they've underperformed. Okay. The Colts feel like, it's like, yeah, is that team really going to win more games next year? Right. But I guess you, you've got to put the Colts in front of them. In front of the Broncos? Yeah. Overall? I think roster-wise. But overall, I mean, they do have that draft pick. I uh. honestly think it's the draft pick that kind of puts the Colts ahead of the Broncos. But I think that's what, what this is showing, Henry, is 
this is really close. It is close. And so let's say the Colts offer a coach $10 million and the Broncos come in at $25 million. That's a huge turning point right there. And I think I'm obviously very biased here. I think Denver is a better city than Indianapolis or Carolina. So I think think the Broncos win that one. Obviously, organization just... With the Penners, and I mean, yep. they they just threw $100 million at the stadium just to be nice to the fans. Yep. They're going to do anything to have the best facilities, anything a new head coach wants he's going to have, along with just money for his staff, for himself, mm-hmm. for anything he wants to do, he's going to be able to do. So I think organization-wise, the Broncos beat both of these teams. Mm-hmm. But quarterback, unless yeah. someone believes in Russ, you kind of have to give it to these other two teams just with the top 10 pick and specifically with Indy with the top five pick right now, which could turn in to a top three pick. It honestly could turn into a top two pick, but that would be a stretch. Okay. How far could it fall? Um, They are 4, 10, and 1 right now. They could fall, I believe, to seven. I think because if they won two games, they'd have six wins but only 10 losses because of that tie. You're right, you're right. So, so I they guess could they actually could slide a, a while. To 11. A, away, yep. yeah. Yep. A ways, there we go. You're right. So, But they're sliding right now. I don't think that they're going to win two That games. is true. That is definitely true. So I think that'll probably be a top five pick. Yep, me too. Um, going through the way we did, it feels like the Colts should be the best job here. I also have a tough time. Like, If you're Shane Steichen, the Broncos offer you their job. The Colts offer you their job. Are you really taking the Colts? Because like, you just get to that point where it's just like, that doesn't seem like it's right. And maybe that's just me living in like the yeah, past yeah. in Denver. But Yeah. Well, and and it, it comes down to, at that point, does he love a quarterback in the draft? True. Because he does, and especially a rookie, and mm-hmm. he's an offensive guy, and he thinks he can develop him. Yeah. Well, then, boom, he's set for the next 10, 15 years, and he's going to be a legend in yep. Indianapolis. If he doesn't, man, I just the Russell contract, I can't do it. I don't think so either. But again, like it's Jim Ursay. Yeah. It is. Like that's uh, why uh, I think Colts has to be number one, but I don't I think I'm going Colts one, Broncos two, Carolina three. I think I am too. And I really think that Carolina the Carolina job could jump in front of the Broncos if they were able to get a top five pick by some other teams surpassing them. Man, but I mean, this is yeah, really close between it is close. these three. It is really close. Because I feel like every team has maybe one factor on their side, or at least they're all very close. Definitely. I, I Yeah. I the, wonder if any of these other potential openings are going to jump out to us. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Athletic Greens, where Athletic Greens, it's the perfect way to start your morning. What you do, you take a scoop of Athletic Greens, mix it with six to eight ounces of water, pound it, and there you go. You get your, your day started off great because you get vitamins, you get minerals, you get whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to get your day started right and it tastes a little lemony, so the taste is actually pretty good. I enjoy it, and it only is less than a cup of coffee a day, so it's affordable, and they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. So if you go to athleticgreens.com broncos, you will not only be able to get one free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, but you also get five free travel packs with your first purchase. So check them out right now. No better way to get not just your day started, 
But Henry, your year started. So wow. check out athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. Get in, get those free things as you get your first purchase as well. Check them out, athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. And also uh, check out FOCO. They've got a whole yeah. bunch of really cool collectibles and memorabilia and all that sort of stuff. Um, you've seen our big blanket things that have arm <laughs> sleeves and i'm not really sure what to call them but but they're very warm yeah, and they're blanket things with arm sleeves i think that's what they're called on the website i think that's what yeah, it says yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure that's what it says <laughs> they have those i guess it's a little bit late for christmas ornaments who knows maybe the christmas ornaments are on sale i would imagine oh yeah but they had like eight different christmas ornaments yeah. we've talked about the little village house things yep. before um they have stuff that isn't christmas themed too like uh slippers and robes and hawaiian shirts and swim trunks just all sorts of Broncos memorabilia. Um, it's great stuff over there at FOCO. And uh, if you use the code DNVR, you can get 10% off all non-presale items. Uh, the link is in our description underneath the show. It's also in the description in the, uh, the, the podcast feed as well. So check that out and go get yourself some gear. And check us out and go get yourself... The best Denver sports coverage over at thednvr.com. Uh, what was it? Monday after the show, Ryan Henry and I sat down and talked about exactly how we're going to attack this coaching search. And I love the plan that we've got. And Henry jumped all over it. We already have a couple of hot boards up. And that's where you can go check out exactly all these coaching candidates. Henry's updating it pretty much daily, giving mm -hmm. you every single coach that you can think of. Because, Henry, yesterday George Payton said the Broncos may even look at more than 10 candidates, which is wild. And you already have more than 10 candidates on there. So go check yes. them out at thednvr.com. Click on Henry's hot board when the tracking, when the search actually uh, when they start interviewing candidates, we'll have a tracker up there as well. There's yep. going to be no better way to follow this coaching search than with rolling with us on this podcast and by following our socials and by following us over at thednvr.com and become a diehard where you will get discounts and exclusive merchandise on everything we do. So check us out over at thednvr.com. Okay, Henry, we just went through the teams that have coaching vacancies. Let's go through some teams that may have coaching vacancies in the next week or two. Mm -hmm. I think there's potentially a long list of teams that I can join the Broncos. Cleveland. I'm going to go through a list here. Tell me if I missed any and if you agree. Cleveland. Stefanski's been there a long time, seemingly. He has. But he also, I mean, he finally has a quarterback now. It's not working. But if, if Stefanski's gone... <laughs> Uh, I think that's a better job than Denver. Okay. But, well, I mean, Deshaun really Watson. Quick, just, when I go through these, just tell me if you think there's an opening or not. Oh, okay, cool. And then we'll go down and, and break them down. I'll say no. No? I'll okay. say probably not, but it's okay. close. Okay. Houston. Oh. Do they have back-to-back one-and-done coaches? See, I almost think they brought Lovey Smith in just to handle this season. Does feel but like also, it. like, who's taking that job? There's no reason to fire him. I know he's only won two games, but what do you expect? Like, that's... Who's taking this job? Well, that comes into the how attractive is it? It is. Which Let's will... just say he's gone. Yeah, I think, I think so. Dallas. And the reason I mentioned Dallas oh. is they were good last year. They made the playoffs, yeah. but... Remember, they, there was a lot of talk. Is McCarthy going to be fired yep. after losing in the playoffs again? I think what the rumor now is... If they lose in the first round, he's probably gone. Yep. 
Oh, the NFC so bad. Let's say he sticks around. We'll say he okay. sticks around. Let's say he sticks around, especially because I feel like if they fire McCarthy, Dan Quinn is going to get that job. True. Like, I don't even think Probably. the Broncos could compete with that. Kellen Moore? No. No, you no, think I, it's Dan Quinn? I, 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 think, I, I think it's Dan Quinn. So, so we will put that one off the list. New Orleans. Oh, I Remember mean. Remember Sean Payton put him in such a bad place last year by deciding yeah. he was going to retire so late into the offseason. They also had like a weird amount of hype before the season, though. Like there were people who thought they were going to go win 10 games. Exactly. Exactly. And so, now they didn't. Exactly. So disappointment there. I'll say that one's still filled. Okay. It still still yep. filled. Okay. Um, now we've got the Los Angeles Rams. This would not be because obviously McVay no. gets fired. It was be it would be because he steps away. That one's gonna be open. Oh, yeah. open. Okay, we'll keep yep. that on the list. Atlanta. Oh goodness, it's Arthur year two Smith. for Arthur Smith. Do they keep him for a third year? Yeah. Um. Again, I mean they're. I guess they're not right there. Five and ten. Five and ten. It feels like they're right there. In the exactly. <laughs> I think seven and ten. He's probably back. I don't think they get there. We'll say we'll say they move on. Okay, it's open. Arizona. That one's open. Yeah, I think that, that one's, one's open, open too. And then the last one that I have with the question mark is Chicago, the Bears. That's got to be open. But see, that's what I thought because right now Chicago is the second overall pick at three and twelve. <laughs> but just the coaching staff's getting Justin Fields to play well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm also a Justin Fields hater, though. So, <laughs> like, that's part of it. It's like, congrats, you got the running guy to run. Like, <laughs> good, good work out there. Uh, I mean, how long has he been there? He's been there. One year. I think, right? I thought this was. Oh, his... oh wait, it, it's not Nagy. Nagy's right. gone. Yeah, yeah that's gone. right. That's right. So this yeah. is year one. Yeah, they'll give him year yeah. two. Okay, okay. I, I agree as well. Um, any others that we need to add? I think that's probably it. Okay. And so we said Cleveland was filled, right? Not open? Yeah. Okay. So we have Houston, Los Angeles Rams, Atlanta, and Arizona. Should we go team by team and just it? say if the Broncos are oh, better? Wow, that is it, isn't it? That is I it. I always so thought it was more, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. That would be seven total openings okay, in the I guess NFL. That is. Yeah, and, and I think there's like typically between six or eight. So yeah, boom, there we go. Landed at seven. <laughs> All right, uh, where you do you want to go team by team and just say if the Broncos are a better spot? Sure. Houston Broncos are better. This is a clear worse spot in the NFL. Whoa. Who is taking that job? <sighs> Who would take that? There is there is nothing good on that roster. John Mechie. You have John <sighs> Mechie, and that's it. And he hasn't played. You have John Mechie, but you also have the number one overall pick with. Two very good, great quarterbacks, great potential quarterbacks coming out. Not not necessarily elite quarterbacks, That's the but thing. Stroud and Bryce Young, I do think that catches potential coaches' eyes. I think it does catch their eyes. I just don't think that's enough to... I mean, there is nothing else on that roster. If if whichever quarterback goes there is just gonna be broken. Like there, I don't even think there's a path to success. Well, I hope it's Stroud that goes there then. Yeah, I bet you do. I, I bet want you Bryce do. Young to succeed. Like I just don't know. I mean, Brandon Cooks, and you hope John Mechie is back. Like that's that. Those are your weapons. You have nothing on the offensive line. You have Damian Pierce, 
who's who's a good back. But again, like nobody's picking a team because they have a good running back. Okay, I'm 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 gonna be on your side with this because I can't see a top candidate going there. To no. to, to your point, I could yep. see. Um, a, a really hot up and coming candidate yeah. wanting that job in order to try to groom the young quarterback. But okay, I I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but man, that just shows you how bad that Houston job is because typically, like a number one overall pick with think. a good quarterback is is tough to pass up. Um, one more that uh, that Brad pointed out in the comments: New England may be open. And after I put yeah. Bill Belichick on my list of coaches yesterday for the Broncos, I, I'm, I'm going to put them in there, too. Let's do it. Um, so we'll put the Patriots in there. Okay, so Broncos are better than Houston. So right now the Broncos are the second best opening in the NFL. Mm-hmm. What about the Los Angeles Rams? <sighs> That's another tough one um, because they're actually fairly similar to the Broncos with the way that they're tied to, uh, to Stafford. Um, so, you know, actually, oh no, I forgot. Russ had a terrible game this week. So no, their stats are pretty similar. (laughs) They're they're basically the same quarterback this season. Um, let's see. They, they still are paying the bill for some of the players that they had last year and year before. Um, Russ, Russ's contract lasts longer. It's in LA, which is nice. Um, that roster's old. There aren't a lot of good young players, though. I think the Broncos have the roster. Yep, I do too. And I think quarterback, that, man, that's tough. I th- I think that it's the the Broncos are the better job, but I also think that like like Sean McVay lives in L.A. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a tiebreaker. It's close enough that like if you prefer living in L.A., yeah, that'll do it for and, you. And apparently, according to everyone that's talked about this. When it comes to Sean Payton specifically, LA is like the biggest deal to him. So yep. when we're talking Sean May- or, or Sean Payton specifically, that may be the biggest thing for them. Um, but if it's any other candidate, geez, I mean the resources are there for the Rams. They yep. did just spend five billion dollars on a stadium. They they're giving uh, Sean McVay and the GM contract extensions it seems every single year money's never been an issue they've been willing to restructure and give big signing bonuses so um i i i think the organization is is right up there with the broncos i do too support i do too just looking at the stafford contract it's not as bad as russ but well, it's like a $13 million cap hit this year, like 20-something next year, then 50, 50, 50. Oh, like, that oh. is tough. I know. I mean, this one is like, this one is tied with the Broncos, in my opinion. Because Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the Broncos have the roster, and I just think Russ's contract is even worse than Stafford's. It's Russ's contract is definitely worse. So then, are we giving quarterback the edge here? See, the thing is, like, I this think... One to the Rams. I'd prefer Russell as my quarterback, though. Which again is this is not a happy place to be. Right. right but right. but if you're saying like who do you want for the next two years, Russell or Stafford? Contracts aside, I think I'd still take Russell. Okay, so we're giving it to the Broncos. I'm giving a slight edge to the Broncos, okay. but again, like McVeigh wants to be in L.A. Yep. That's that's enough to flip things. Again, right. like 
just this roster. Like you have Van Jefferson, I guess. He's a young player on offense. Yeah, I mean Cam yeah. Akers didn't work out. Kyron Williams isn't any good. Yeah, you're you're not looking at young players when you look at the Rams. And the they reason don't they have don't any. have young players is because they trade all their draft picks in order exactly. to, to win the Super Bowl last year. So it worked for them. But when you do that, you have to pay the bill, and they're, exactly. they're paying it they're quicker paying than it. they thought. They have no money, <laughs> and guess what? Aaron Donald might just retire this year. Bobby Wagner right. might retire this year. Cooper Cup is still an elite player, but yeah. how for how many year for how many more years? Yep, that's like the one. Is yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Broncos ahead of Rams. Atlanta. They've got oh. what a third round quarterback. Is that when he was drafted? Yeah, they basically don't have a quarterback. Um, and right now they are scheduled to have the sixth overall pick. They could get the third quarterback in the draft they potentially. Could. And they've got some weapons: Drake London, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yep. The I don't know. I mean, they did what they did with Cordero Patterson. That's whatever. <laughs> I don't. Speaking of older players, exactly. So I mean. I thought they were going to be better than five and ten at this point. I'll say that. Again, though, like, it's how much better? And what do they have? AJ Terrell in defense, but then he had a pretty bad year. So I, there aren't a lot of draws. There just also aren't a lot of real setbacks there. It's a pretty vanilla job. Yeah, it is. And, man, just being in Denver my whole life, the Falcons <laughs> just seem, especially when they're not, are so irrelevant. They are. So we're going Broncos again. Let's do it. Oh, my Let's do goodness. It. I don't like where this Let's is going. It. <laughs> it just it just feels like, well, it feels too good to be true. Okay, Arizona next. Uh, Talk about an organization... That's an absolute shambles. Arizona, nice place to live, um, especially if you never want to play cold weather football. So I, I think that that's a positive for it. Um, roster, there's pieces for sure. There's a lot of talent uh, on, yes. on that roster. And uh, quarterback, here's a tough thing. I mean, we, we just talked about it with Matthew Stafford and Russ comparing those two. Kyler Murray shouldn't play next year yeah. uh he's certainly not going to be ready to play the entire year i think russ and kyler are kind of a toss-up on, on who's even better right now but kyler's mm -hmm. younger so for me i'm going to yep. give the nod to to kyler between the quarterback conversation yep i think that maybe a coach could look at that job and say well you kind of get a red shirt year there yep but more likely they look at it and say I don't have my starting quarterback for a full season, and this is a team with what, like four wins right now? Yeah, five wins. So yeah, uh, four and eleven. They do have a top four pick, but they can't get a quarterback, right? No, no, you can't. You can't. Um, I don't know. Not this early. Well, number for the first pick uh, is Houston. That's for sure going quarterback. Right now, the second pick is Chicago. They're not going quarterback. Third pick is the Seahawks. I think they should go quarterback, but if they keep Pete Carroll, they maybe not don't don't go quarterback. Then yeah. the fourth pick, Arizona, you could get Bryce Young. Or C.J. So Stroud, it's yeah. It's on the table. It is on the table. Imagine a, a, a quarterback competition between Kyler Murray and Bryce Young. <laughs> like a combined, like, eight feet tall. <laughs> uh, wow, it's just like you and me. Basically, yeah, there we go. There we go. Luckily, I would be the, the Bryce Young in this situation. I mean, they do have a couple pieces. Like, Isaiah Simmons has made a couple plays, but he hasn't lived up to the hype. Like, Buda Baker is 
a good safety. JJ Watt's gone. Zach Allen's nothing. Zayvon Collins, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I, I, I really think that not having a quarterback next year makes this a tough job. Like you're just you, you know you're signing up for the Kyler drama, and if if you go to Denver, you know you're signing up for the Russ drama. Yeah. But you, I don't think they're willing to go for a quarterback a year after they give that extension to to Kyler. That's fair. Yeah, you're you're probably uh, right. I, I think I, it's Denver. Oh man, this is one we're gonna disagree on because interesting. I I've just got to go Arizona because I view both quarterback situations not ideal, but Kyler's younger. But I mean, you and don't have him for a year. Kyler was better than Russ this year. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't great by any means, but but you don't have him all it's year. True. It's true, and maybe that's why then, as a head coach, your contract is a six-year contract instead yeah. of five years. So you're just guaranteed more. I under, I totally yeah. understand where you're coming. Totally. From. Um, and then the last one, Patriots. I think the Broncos' job has to be better. The one thing you look at is just the the like ownership out there yep. and kind of the stability. The but organization again, like, is great, unfortunately. But how many points can you give them for stability when you're the entering head coach? Right. Like, right. Exactly, like it's not like, it's not like you're working with Bill Belichick and have that, you know, like right. he's gone. Right. Like, this is now your team to either live or die. And I think, I honestly think they've overachieved since Brady left. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that with Belichick gone, whoever steps in, I guess coaches have big enough egos they don't think this way, but that's right. probably you just lose two more games because of it, and all of a sudden you look bad, and there's a short leash there, just like that short leash you're probably going to have in L.A. with the Rams. You're also filling Bill Belichick's shoes. Yeah, like that's just not a good situation to jump into. But it is a 7-8 and eight team. It is. Compared to that a 4-11 and 11 team. That is true. And your quarterback situation... You have a lot more flexibility there. You can you do. stick with Mac if you want. Give him a third year. You can move on, and the Patriots have the 14th pick, so you're not getting mm -hmm. a top guy there. You maybe get a free agent, something like that. Who knows? Maybe Tom comes back. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot more flexibility. So you're going Broncos. I'm going Broncos. I mean, it's mostly roster, I guess, is the Fair. reason. And and. I don't I even know what to call we're it. We're overvaluing the Broncos roster right now, unfortunately. Yeah, but again, like you look through. We're in offseason mode already. Whose receivers do you want? It's Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, give me the Broncos. It's the Broncos receivers. Like, offensive line, you probably give it to them, but again, it's not like yeah, that group's you, been you good. You give it to them. What about running back, though? Stevenson's been really good. I and, still uh, might take Javante. But Javante but again, I just, out next year. More than anything, I don't really care about running back. Kay. Okay, more than anything, but I still think I would. Um, I saw that with Tyler Algier too. It's like I give me Javante. Like I'll take the gamble on Javante coming back October and being himself. Fair. Even though you know, fair. Um, but like secondary, they've got Jonathan Jones, Kyle Duggar, Devin McCourty, Jalen Mills, Miles Bryant. Broncos secondary is better. Broncos secondary is better. Pat Sertan, Justin Simmons. Yeah, you got patch a couple other holes there, but yeah. pass rush though, you got to go Patriots. Judon's been a beast this Judon year. Judon has been a beast this year. And Uche? Uche, yeah. U Uche, he's, he's come also and gone. come on. Yep. Yep. I, you do. You do there. But I think overall I still take that Broncos roster. Okay. Okay, so then you're putting the Denver Broncos as the second best job, and you're even kind of hesitant to put them as number two. I, 
I, I think a lot of it's just the owners. They which come is, in with so much money. You just, which is fair. Which it's is so fair. easy to see the upside. And I think this task showed me that the money can get mm-hmm. Denver, can probably get Denver yeah. whatever coach they want. Yeah. Unless there's a surprise opening that happens in the NFL where there is a good, a very good quarterback situation, I think the owner could... But the, the the money could absolutely take it over the top, and even yeah. we, we talk about it, the, the money could take it over the top even against a team that has a way better quarterback yeah. uh, in, in situation. But I still think that a great mm-hmm. coach is going to choose a quarterback over money. Yeah. Uh, but there's aren't good quarterbacks to choose. Exactly. There, there there aren't. There's not incredible rosters to choose. No. So among the jobs that could be open. I've got him right there at number two with easily the money being able to take, or no, yeah. I have him at number three yep. with easily the money be able to take him over the top. Yeah. And that is why we said this offseason when the Broncos landed this ownership group, it's the best thing that could have happened. Now, we'll mm-hmm. see exactly uh, what type of owners they are, but for right now, they uh, they hit a home run. Yeah, and I also think that a lot of it just comes down to personal preference. You know, like to me, I see the Patriots and the Broncos and say, well, the Patriots, they have Bill Belichick. They're overperforming. Guess what? You step in there, have an, do an average job. You're going to win five games next year, and right. it's going to look bad. Broncos, you get basically 20 players added to your team because so many guys are on IR, and that's going to take you from four wins to six wins right there. And all of a sudden, that's that's part of the improvement you needed to show. Throwing a good offense, and you're at, you know – eight wins, nine wins, whatever. So I don't know. I, I, I also see like Cardinals, you get one year where you don't have to really worry about anything. Yeah. Which could be appealing to some guys. Get I to hang out. Not in to Arizona. me. Exactly. I, I would not take that job, but maybe that, that does appeal to somebody, you know, the Rams are in LA. They, they right. won recently. The right. Browns, if that came open, you know, yep. the running game, whatever. So, I think a lot of them are really close. I think a lot of them are really close together. Yeah, and we have, we have some people saying uh, that they agree with us in the comment section. We have some people saying, how is Denver top tier? Let us know where you would put the Broncos in mm-hmm. this. And, of course, if you're tuning in live on YouTube, please hit us with a thumbs up. Got a lot of people rolling with us today. Hit us with a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. If you're listening on the podcast side, hit us with the five-star review. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It means so much to us. Yes. And also tune in to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook where you will be able to bet on who the next coach of the Denver Broncos is. Wow. You'll be able to bet on all of these things that we're talking about today over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Think the Broncos are going to get John Harbaugh? Go check him out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You think the Broncos Jim. are going to... Jim, thank you. <laughs> you think the Broncos are going to be able to pull off a massive upset over the Chiefs this week? Check them out over at DraftKings wow. Sportsbook. Broncos are two touchdown underdogs. That is just wild to say. Uh, but I guess it's maybe not wild to say after they just lost by 37 points to a then 4-10 team. So, yep. But over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can get $150 in free bets 
when you place a $5 money line bet on not just the Broncos, uh, but any NFL team, or you can even do it for any bowl game, Henry. Place $5 bet on any team to win in the NFL or in these bowl games, and if they win, you will get $150 in your account. So check them out. Download the Head to the App Store now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to see our show notes for details. And if you're going to be sitting at home watching the game on Sunday, hit up Sexy Pizza. Ah, uh, yes. It's the, uh, it's the best pizza to eat, really best food to eat while you're watching a football game. I think pizza's probably number one. Wings are yeah. up there. Yeah. Like, you've got some good options. Yeah. That's probably the best group of food is, like, yep. watching football food. But it's, I think pizza's probably number one. It is. I think so. Um, sexy pizza of all the pizzas is definitely number one. Um, they, they serve pizza by the slice. They'll sell whole pies. Ugh, I hate, I don't like calling pizzas pies. <laughs> I really, it feels weird. It feels um, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. It's wrong. The salads and calzones, all sorts of stuff at all five of their locations in Colorado. There are four in Denver. There's one in Trinidad, Colorado, and they have philanthropies, which are pizzas that were designed by different nonprofits in the area and they get a percentage of the sales of those pizzas um and uh they're it's 15 percent off uh sexy pizza for dmvr fans all you gotta do go to www.sexy.pizza throw in the code sexy dnvr 15 through just through january 8th it's a capital s in sexy and dmvr is capitalized and then 15 awesome deal hit them up and sports fan also hit them up. We've got one more tailgate left, uh, and you can check out our friends over at Sports Fan. In the parking lot of Sports Fan is where our tailgates are held. You can check them out when you go there, and you get 10% off if you go there during one of our tailgates. But if you can't make it on tailgate, you're going mm-hmm. to the game, you're not going to be at the game, you can check out Sports Fan. Four different locations in Colorado. They have one in Park Meadows Mall, two on the 16th Street Mall, and the one on 18th and Federal right by the stadium. They have so much cool gear. And not only the the normal sports apparel that you would find, but so many exclusive hats, apparel, accessories. Uh, it's, it's so cool. A lot, So many people mm-hmm. at the company have sports fan things, and it's the best place to to get Denver sports apparel and gear. So check them out. Uh, check them out. Sports fan, one of their four locations in Colorado. All right, Henry, shall we dive into the comment section? Let's dive in. Talk to the people. I don't believe we have a super chat, but Allie was tuning in. So what's up, Allie? What's Wait, up, real Jose? Allie? Or? Re- uh, it's good. Well, this one kind of looks like it. So, well, maybe not that one. Hello, friends. Love the show. Wh- emojis. I feel like emojis makes it real. Allie does like emojis. Love yeah, the show. Yeah. Would oh, Allie say love the you don't show? Think she loves the show. <laughs> she might not. Yikes. So that's how you know it's a bot. Would she watch us on her off day? Uh, yeah, it's a bot. It's a bot. Right. Yep. It's a bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi. Hi. That's how she says hi. But yeah, in lowercase h, I don't think bots do that. I think they follow grammatical uh. rules interesting huh that's yeah. true the bots are getting smarter we'll have to um, keep an eye on that we we will brad tuning in jose emilio alessandro thank you all so much for tuning in um oh wow they're on a plane with a lot of babies so she chose wow to tune no in that to actually us. does sound right so uh, us is better than babies crying 
I guess that's yeah, good. That's a compliment. Uh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a compliment. We'll, 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 we'll take it. Um, Ryan says, hello. We miss you. I hope you're enjoying your old day. I don't know if we can call it old days anymore. If oh. Hackett's no longer here, if that's now no longer like, you know, fun, it's it's mean to say an old day. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It is sad. He's gone. Well, enjoy the babies, guys. Yeah, enjoy the babies. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hop into the comment section. First one coming in from Broncology says, I think they will keep George. He is great with personnel. He chose Sertan and ignored the quarterback hype of the draft that year. Penner said that the coach they choose would be a leader first over X's and O's, be able to teach discipline and hold the team accountable. Seems to me that the people they have now in place in the ownership group have the experience to find that type of coach. Peyton drafted the players here, and he's been successful at it. It would be a waste to fire him because of the Wilson trade when he's mostly been successful otherwise. Keep Peyton and hire a guy who's who complements Peyton's style of drafting. We have a zero we have zero reason not to trust this ownership group until they prove otherwise. We have begged for an owner for a decade. Someone to point us in the right direction, one to lead us to success. Well, we finally have an owner or owners. I'm rooting for their success. I have high hopes they can hire someone who can fix this mess we are in. Going to take a few years unless we can get improved play from Russ next season. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that George Payton provides a lot of value, and I also think that he, like, he needs to be held accountable. Right. Because there have been mistakes. And so I do think that kind of the perfect combo is, and obviously Jim Harbaugh is just, and he solves oh, so many problems. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. in a perfect world, he comes in and has a pretty hands-on role when it comes to personnel. And that is not necessarily a demotion for George Payton, but practically it is yeah, no, a demotion. It is. Yeah, it yeah. Is. I don't think he's technically told like you're no longer the G, but right. but it's he's, some of the responsibilities have changed. So I think that that would be a great combination because you'd be getting the strengths of George Payton, and you know you're limiting the risk that he makes more mistakes going forward. Yeah, and and I think Jose has a good counter to this. Says Payton is so far away of great with personnel. Um, he has so had, far, yeah. he has had some hits, but there's been a lot of yep. misses as well. And really interesting, George Payton fell on the sword big time. Oh, he did yesterday. He said, "We are in this position because of me. I hired Nathaniel Hackett. I brought in most of this personnel, uh, and uh, the, it, it this mess is on me." Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, the the perfect situation. What was George? Pay Why was George Payton? I shouldn't say that. George Payton was viewed as an excellent assistant general manager. So that tells me he is a fantastic personnel evaluator, a, a fantastic scout. I'm not taking those away from him at all. But he could kind of, in Denver, land in an assistant general manager position again. And I think that would be ideal. I mm -hmm. think that's why Jim Harbaugh is so ideal is he comes in, he becomes that guy, and then he has George Payton to help him. So I think in the right situation, George Payton can be phenomenal. But mm -hmm. calling the shots these first two years has been tough. Yep. Again, like you expect him to learn from his mistakes too. Like you I know, think the you know taking a couple guys with injuries hasn't worked out. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if now all of a sudden you're not going after guys with injuries anymore. You I know, would like that. That would be nice. I, I, th I think everybody would after. What's happened so far? So, 
I do think that there's room for growth, and I think that what you want to have in every position is somebody who is way overqualified for that position. And George Payton, if he were on the street, he'd get a GM job by the end of the week. Like I, I That is just how he's seen around the league, and I think that that's the right way to see him. But if you can basically make him your assistant GM and still let him be called GM and so it doesn't really cause an issue, yeah, five years down the line when the Broncos are successful, he's probably looking to leave. Like He's not going to want to be in that situation forever. But if that's the, the fix to keep him around, I think that that's kind of a dream scenario, a powerful head coach who takes over a couple of responsibilities for, for now. Yeah, takes over pretty much everything and then has really good help uh, mm-hmm. with George Payton. Yep. G. Ham chimes in and is not happy with Condoleezza Rice uh, being on the search yeah. team, safe to say. And last one from Bronco Tiz says, okay, guys, I've come with answers. What happened Sunday? Pick the best excuse. Okay, so there's three different excuses here. Pick the best one, Henry. Mm-hmm. One, Nickelodeon informs NFL Sunday morning that the slime machine for the Broncos end zone was not working. So with all the slime ordered for the game, the NFL script writers call an audible and call for the Rams to score on every drive. Ooh. Okay, that's one. Yep. Two, after reports that Hackett may be kept around because players are still playing hard for him the last two weeks, the players decide to take action into their own hands and show that they didn't. They did quit on Hackett as a Christmas present for Broncos fans in 2023. And three, mm-hmm. Sean McVay went into his deep memory of his five seasons with Evero and is able to envision the entire Broncos game plan from snippets of talks in the past with Evero. With this information in hand, McVay puts together the perfect game plan against the Broncos. And then he goes on and says, on a side note, let's see how smart you guys are. What does Steve Tensi and Russell Wilson have in common? Do you know the answer? I read it. Also, he told us on Twitter a couple weeks ago, too. Uh, yeah, he says... They were both traded to the Broncos for two first-round picks. Which means, potentially, Russell Wilson is not the worst quarterback the Broncos have traded for. There we go. And then not the worst trade ever, either. Exactly. Okay. They've done it before. I will say, to number two, the the idea that like the Broncos intentionally quit on Hackett, um, Mike Kliss tweeted out, what, 15 minutes ago, uh, basically that during Randy Gregory's appeal... Um, of his suspension, he said that one of the factors was that he and the rest of the team were pretty upset that they knew that they might have cost Hackett his job, and that was kind of the reason for some of the the outbursts. Believe what you want to believe. I think, again, it lines up with everybody liking Hackett. Like, I just can't even imagine. Imagine being Brett Rippon. And it's like Brett Rippon goes home that night, and it's like he didn't really do anything wrong by saying, pick Russ up. Pick right. Russ up when he goes right. down. Right. But when that spirals into what it spirals into, and then the owners say yeah. that stuff is part of the reason they decide to fire him, like that's that's tough going to sleep at night knowing you're the reason or that you could have done something yeah. differently. That and you were part of the reason that a head coach who you really liked. Yeah. And really Hackett has had these guys' back. Yeah. If I'm a player, not just because I, I like Nathaniel Hackett as a person, but Henry. He, he was nice to them. He gave them Thanksgiving yeah. off. He gave them oh, every yeah. third day in training camp where they yeah. didn't actually have to practice hard and be, and be hitting uh-huh. people. I mean, he took care of them. And yeah. the players let him down at the, at the very end. Obviously, he let them down as well. Yeah, there, there were other reasons. Also, semi-related, uh, I was talking to Nick Ferguson yesterday, and he said that Bronco. back in 2006 in the AFC Championship game against the Steelers, 
he saw that Broncos offensive line not pick Jake Plummer up, mm. and that's when he knew that they were done. Ah. Like when he saw the offensive line not pick Jake Plummer up, he was like, "Oh, we're we're going to lose this game. We're not going to the Super Bowl." Wow. Yeah. Well, he knew. There's a little callback. <laughs> uh, best excuse that was number one. Give me the slime. Um. Yeah, but here's here's the hole in it. The slime. You switch end zones. That's true. So it's got to be that three. That's true. It's got to be three. It has that, to be that's three. That's something that, boy, did Sean McVay have his <laughs> way with uh, with his former yes, underling. Yes, he did. He, Yikes. Uh, which, as he should. You know, yeah. as good of a coach as a Giro Evero is, he goes toe-to-toe with Sean McVay and loses. You cannot be surprised at all by that. He didn't go toe-to-toe, though. Does that mean, like, toe-to-toe, you, like, Fight till the I end. I mean, it's and then st- you lose. it starts toe to toe. It and started toe to toe. You might not be toe to toe for long. Your toes might be foot? pointing up in a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, our our toes are pointing up as we wrap this show up. Wow. Yeah, maybe that means a fancy. You know, our fingers are up, our pinkies are up. Yeah. We're ending this show on a on a high note. That's how everything's yeah. pointing up right now. We'll say that, right? It is. We're literally ending the show on a high note. We are. Thank you all for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. We will be back tomorrow morning i believe so make sure to tune in hit that subscribe stay uh rolling with us as we cover this coaching search and two more games for the broncos thanks so so much for tuning in we'll see you tomorrow I'll take you back one last